Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I, I, you know, I'm just happy it's the first. That's the only thing that could offset just the, the shit sandwich of golf that I watched this <laughs> afternoon. And uh, it yeah, was, you know, it was, it was, I mean, uh, <laughs> it was rough. And then, you know, I backed up, uh, I backed up golf. With the only thing that could, you know, I cleansed myself in a baby pool, taking my daughter to the pool, which, you know, you I just, you wait around that baby pool and you think, cleanses, how much, how yeah, much percentage of word. this pool is yeah. pee? Yeah. <laughs> so warm, you know, it's just. Oh, God. Well, you know, they put those swim diapers, right? You got a swim diaper. Oh, yeah. I put but those on. aren't. Those, those, you know, as I came to learn, I was very ignorant, naive. They catch only one type of discharge, right? They're they're there for the the two, but the one just flows freely into the pool. Straight, That's the purpose through. of those diapers. So who knows what's happened in those baby pools? We've graduated out of those, thankfully, but that doesn't mean the big. How have you graduated out of those already? What do you mean? It's fourth kid. You just throw them in and go. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple hours. We'll be at the side having, you know, white claws and, you know, come over to us when you need us. Um, that's, I don't know. That's, but we're in the diapers. So anyways, that that's our Monday. This is where we're kicking off, I guess. I got to ask you another question. We're ga- giggling about this before we hit record. What is the demand or the universe of people who go into Instagram Open the search function and type hashtag Niblix. How many people in the world are doing that? Because I just saw a post from Peter Uline that hashtags like great week in Jersey, hashtag Niblix. How many people in the world out there are searching hashtag Niblix? Could it be less than 10, less than five? Why is the purpose of that? What is the purpose of, of adding that, appending that to an Instagram post? Maybe Seems like our, it may be forced. It could be our guy Boris and uh, and Gullin Well, that's what I'm saying. Searching Niblix, like maybe they're trying to capture some hickory golf enthusiasts <laughs> with it. Um, you know, the, the, I think the confusing thing for people would be that you know Peter Uline started out as the Crusher's captain, and now he's now he's just a Niblick. He's just a they're a disgrace torque is a complete disgrace this needs to be disbanded you know they're like what about what about punch torque at least contended at uh at portland punch the punch is in dire need of some australian punching back (laughs) travis smythe or smith matt jones you know he's just a creative player wade ormsby waiting for reinforcements down him punch island they need them the reinforcements are going to go straight from the president's cup into punch maybe uh, you know that that could be what happens in september uh all right so you called it a shit sandwich i just on saturday i so i watched almost all of it today 
like almost all of both tournaments. I I had both of them up. I, I well, one tournament, one exhibition. Um, one thing I chuckle about every time is whenever they get close to the clubhouse and and live how the, how you just hear random songs that are playing. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like, very purposeful. Black eyed Black eyed peas. Let's get it started. It's like what what is this like two thousand four? How about those? How playing? about how about the chain smokers? Just delegate dereliction of well, duty, not showing up. I got a question. The wayfish peckers. Believe, do you believe it was sickness, or do you think that Monahan came over the top with a bigger bid? So or a ban threatened to ban any future can't performances. We the chain, chain smokers. We can lose DJ. We can lose <laughs> Phil. But I, I cannot stand to lose the chain smokers. It came over the top with a bigger bid. I mean, if I, if I would be sending the chain smokers in there, they were the start of the end, the beginning of the end. No, it's not been good for Jay since the chain smokers concert between the pandemic and this upstart league. I, I don't know. I would be sending them in. They're they're a mush. Anyways, so, so you like the random hits, music? Well, golf hits me on the West Coast right during nap time. It's delightful. Like that's when East Coast golf hits. It's like nap central. Your nap or your kid's nap? My kid's nap. Because I fell asleep today watching Liv. And Saturday, I'm watching, and I'm like, what? why am I watching either of these? You know, the the Liv, it's just like, this is just, it's just like a, it's half a political, it was like half political uh, conference this weekend. This like the one big crowds, like the tournament was sort of incidental to the political it was, rally. It was kind of wild how the crowds were around, you know, eighteen. It was like, anyways. So can that I make was a happening. quick point about that? Yes, go ahead. Very I'll, I'll, not political, but just from a numbers perspective. And Garrett Morrison has also made this point. Like, if you were wanting to like try to get a footing and widespread appeal. I would think making an event a MAGA rally would not be a way to do that. And I'm not saying, you know, I would say like even the most MAGA person might acknowledge that you'd be turning off a good chunk of the population doing that. Now they may not care and that may not be the point, but if you're at an upstart league trying to gain further appeal and footing that like, I would just from a numbers perspective, that would seem to to not be a, a, a great play. Anyways, well, that I was think, a big part I mean, of the, the weekend. Political leanings of golf tends to be sure. tends to skew right. Sure, and I think like I think at this point, Liv is looking for any footing. Yeah, but they talk about wanting to get younger. I would say maybe you know that's not totally the way to do it. But who knows? I I don't want to talk about politics anymore. But there was a, not, there was obviously a presence, um, you know, and and whether whether or not. You want him to be a, pre- a future president. You you know you vote for, him, but he was there. He was very present, and obviously he's a president that loves golf. He owns courses. He plays a ton of golf. Um, but you know, it, it, I think that was a big part of of the atmosphere this weekend. We heard from people that were on site that that was like a a large part of it. The big parts of the crowds were were centered around where. Donald Trump was. But anyways, you got that going on on one screen. Then you're watching the tour event and it's just like it. I would say not a bad atmosphere. No, not a great tournament, but not a bad. It's just like it's hampered by the problems, right? You got 
come watch it today. And, and you know, Tony Finau is playing great golf, and Tony Finau played great golf, and Tony Finau deserves uh, a, a significant some some airtime about winning back to back events. That is really a wonderful, um, Accomplishment. you know, a wonderful stretch of golf from a guy that wasn't playing great golf early in the year, but like. You know, there are limited people that can make a run. <laughs> and I'm watching limited number of people make runs, hit pivotal shots, and playing through. And I'm like, now this is the other thing, you know, going on. And so on Saturday, I'm watching it. So it's like, you know, I'm watching a lot of, like, inconsequential stuff. Limit, you know, there's not a ton of big names. And, either. like, what's happened is... This is a week where golf fans really aren't engaged and we have a battleground going on about a week that nobody really cares about anyways. Yeah, right. right. It's, it's like there's July this war. Weekend. There's yeah. this war going on. And it's about over like it'd be like a medieval war over a bunch of land that you can't use for anything. Yeah, I mean, late, late, yeah, like August first isn't a real like this. This there shouldn't be any golf on really this weekend, other than like the women are in the link season. Like all the consequential, the consequential golf happened in the morning, and it was over. And then we've got two tournaments, like the Rocket Mortgage. I like this tournament. Okay, I but like if I was going to start to cut tournaments from the PGA Tour calendar. Like, I this is one I, in, I the, in the grand Detroit. scheme of things that, that like, in the schedule spot, like, I don't know if there should be golf after the Open sure. before the playoffs. Like, where it is in the schedule, I might say, you know what? Let's get rid of that or one. Or just continue with some sort of Euro swing type thing. Uh, you yeah. Know, um, uh, links, linksy swing type. Like, uh, move I, Detroit I, to a different part of the calendar. But yeah. anyways... And and then we have live, which is just like the most inconsequential golf. They're showing the same features multiple days. Like I don't Interviews. need to see the the Sergio Bre- breakfast with the Kepkas. You know Chase, what might be two the worst absolute one? dial tones. If we ever, you know, like you said, what might What's, be the worst one? What is it? Is it the Paul Casey one? Oh, I missed that. Paul Casey and his and his wife, The Rock. So All right. I'm not going to go any further than that. <laughs> but but that was the one that I found just oh. the chef's so, kiss. The pre-produced, like the Kepkas is just, I mean, just dour, monotone well, they, Kepkas they show eating them waffles. They over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the, the best is how they show the shot to then, to that, they like show this guy who's in T20 in a shot of them. And then they're like, oh, let's go into this for the second day in a row. Right. Inconsequential golf would seem to be a problem going forward. I think they're still like, this has always been the case for me since London. They're very confused about like the, the team thing seems to be a talking point. They seem to have pushed it like team, 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 team golf. Um, I just, it just still doesn't feel like it's still just stroke play, right? Just concurrent strokes being added up towards the end of it, right? It was four or four across. Like there isn't really a team element in like live action in a broadcast, right? There's no like 
and that's not to say it has to be match play, but it's just it's hard to maintain the whole team element of it. It's just confused by both the individual and team thing going on. I just don't think there, like you've said, there's well, a lot of consequential golf happening, and I, I don't know that that's going to change. I think the team thing actually has legs. Well, yeah, but they, they don't know how to actually show it. They like oh, also, you don't know what's going on, and they need to like. They need a graphic to show it, and I don't think this format's the best for teams. Also, it's in a, as inequitable as hell. Like the teams oh, yeah. that are at the top are the ones that have all been prearranged and cooked. The books were cooked to put them all together. The four aces. And meanwhile, all the detritus was stuffed on punch and niblicks and wherever <laughs> else, torque. You know, these guys that are just filling the field get grouped together, whereas the other ones have been ranged. Like, the, of course, the fireballs and four aces and magic sticks and, fi- you know, the stainers who won, they put their team together. Like, the first one. That, they're really inequitable. And, you know, I guess that happens in sports where there's not, you know, salary caps and stuff like that. But it's just ridiculous. The team doesn't matter. Right I now. didn't want, I wanted to talk, but the tour is just still hampered by all the problems that we talk about with the tour, right? Well, like commercials, uh, like the, I found the tour infinitely. Here's the thing. Despite the commercials, despite the shitty product, I found the tour infinitely more interesting than live. I agree. Like live was, was more interesting early on to see what the hell now that, you know what's going on. I've got like zero interest in it. It's like good background noise almost. Yes. It was for me this week. Especially I, when the I music comes on. Had it on, but it's not it's hard to really get engaged with it right now. Um maybe that changes. I don't There's know. There's a lot of reasons why. Oh I mean they, can we talk about the announcers for a second? I mean they're trying to engage. Love you. to talk talk about it. I thought we might be, you know, these guys, they're at this point, they're hampering the efforts. Like you cannot tell us the sky is guy is blue when it's gray. You cannot tell us that it's pigs are gonna rain come raining out of the clouds. Like you like you have to have a semblance, semblance based in reality. And like this has been a quibble, more than a quibble with the tour broadcast, right? Trying to impose the great meaning of the Comcast big uh, business top 10 on us, right? This has always been a problem with like, you cannot impose uh, like significance and meaning by shouting it at us or repeating it at us. That just doesn't happen that way. And some of these guys are so deluded. Faraday, you know, Faraday's talking about Stenson has something to prove like what, that he's relevant. Like I the, the, the Ryder cup thing is, is what he, he signed up for. Today, he did. Of. He it kind of was like watching Stenson of old. But these guys honest. between Fultz and Faraday and and what's the guy? Arlo. I thought we were going to get like, honestly, I thought we were, it was within the realm of possibility that we were going to get like a DJ with an homage to Bill Russell as a playing captain win. One of the great playing player coach, player coaches of all time. What DJ, what does it mean to do it, uh, uh, you know, for Bill Russell as a player coach and win it for the four aces? Like, honestly, you could have heard anything. That That's the level of preposterous talk that we get from the broadcast. And at this point, like, they're hampering our ability to take it seriously, right? Or to engage yeah. with it. Like, give us, a, like, a some sort of reality. I know you got a hype and promo, but to keep 
saying it's as close to the Ryder Cup as it gets is just nonsense. From people who were there, there was like no one out there except for the crowds around 18 and, and Trump and things like that. It was just dead. So like for them at this point, it's, they're, they're causing more harm than good by the over the overhype and hyperbole. Uh, what else did you take from I, I wrote about for the newsletter. Um, the Phil thing is just. Oh, ca- what about Brooks? What about him? I think he's the saddest. Phil was over the hill. Phil yeah, but watched. Phil's lost so much. I watched Mirfield 2013 to prep for this week, the Women's Open. We'll have a video on that uh, on Mirfield. And it was so such a good, like, I mean, it would have been a good trip down memory lane. I love that final round. It's one of the things that really sort of enchanted me w- with this job, with the Open early in my days, early few years covering it. Um, and it was like, cheapened a little bit watching phil back not like not the day in the memory like i'll always have that and phil obviously will too but it's like what is he doing now he's being heckled like he's just not being celebrated in the way that he should be like we saw at the open he was just thrown aside as like a as a field filler and now he's like in he's like a zombie struggling to break like 74 at this team event thing and he's got his high flyers hat on and it's just it doesn't he feels everybody else in this field i felt like dj does not care about his legacy or things like that just wants to well that's be fishing at 40 Brooks, and out of golf everybody other, else is like everybody else is like you know sort of a villain or doesn't care about that so i think phil probably cares about who he is in the game overall as a legacy standing and being a celebrated figure and he's very different. He feels reduced more than anyone by this. And his golf and his sort of actions sort of uh, as sort of this this exiled outcast are really sad, especially just for me today, watching the 2013 Open was just a little, a little sad. Not that he didn't do it to himself. Here are the other people I'm sad about. All right. Brooks Kepka. Yeah, talk about this one. What? what? We're talking about one of the greatest players of his generation in terms of he had an unbelievable run. Like at one point, like think about two years ago, how we felt about Brooks Kepka to today. Like he's not even competitive in these things. He's played like utter shit. And like I saw I saw a clip from a video like I, I saw Clay Travis was out there you know, doing some video about how much he sucked and, and Brooks is in it. He's like trying to not even look at the camera. He just well, looks completely miserable. Yeah. I mean, like it just like, what, what does he do? I, I, I'm guessing like one of the reasons that he did it is the, that they took care of his brother. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I got my brother paid out. Like my brother's professional golf career from a number standpoint, from a money in the bank standpoint, wasn't a failure. Like I could see that being some sort of justification, but like at this point, he just looks like a shell of, of who he once was in the sport. He is a shell of who he once was in a sport of the sport. And then like you go down the list and the next guy I was really sad about today who played like a great round, Matt Wolf. Yeah, like I he know. played. 
Like I thought about him. I th- think about him two years ago. He was great. Well, yeah, you were talking about the. You, well, you were also talking about the Rocket Mortgage and like how it stinks. I was remember, remember when we watched him and Bryson that first yeah. year. How exciting that all was, and then like and, the one that came out of the pandemic. Like Rocket Mortgage has been not a bad event, and now Bryson. And I mean, Wolf he contended at the PGA at Harding Park. It was so exciting. It was just like you know, like this guy is like a guy, you know, in in. You think go back, it's like all the greatness that you expected out of Matt Wolf, like Matt Wolf, Colin Morikawa, and Victor Hovland. Everybody expected the most out of out of everybody except for a few, few people. I uh, to, I did get not to com- pat myself on the back, but but anyways, I did get confirmation be- about the pro am. Somebody who was on the ground said I was just listening to your Friday pod. I saw Wolf playing with these two random kids and didn't think twice about it at the time. That's a fantastic story. Anyways, you can listen to the Friday one. So yeah, he's been, he's just, yeah. But Matt Wolf, like when he played this great round this afternoon and I was just like, oh, like, you know what? What does it mean? What does it well, mean? And like, I might not see him in a major ever again. Like yeah. he played the, U. he played the, uh, what was it? The PGA this year. He's not in the Masters next year. There's no way he's going to be a f- qualify for the Masters. There's no way he's going to qualify for the U.S. Open unless he goes to locals with the with the timing of of world go- of world ranking points. Like yeah. usually, it takes about a year. He's not like. What if he goes on a run and wins like four of these things, and he's playing like crazy great golf? Like, what is it? It doesn't fucking matter. I swear again, it That's doesn't fine. matter. You know, so and this doesn't matter now. anymore. I know. It's just, that's what it makes me sad, right? Is like Matt Wolf, like, he's gone through some stuff. And, you know, if he goes on this hot run, it, you know, it's, there's, you know, you saw players like Hideki a couple years ago go on that crazy run in the fall season, and it didn't really matter. But at least it still mattered for like where he got to in the world golf rankings. And we remember that like, oh, man, remember when Hideki was the best player in the world during that stretch? Like there's nothing to compare. You know, I just can't foresee us ever getting to that point with this. Speaking of sad, has Pat Perez had a round that's counted for his two back-to-back team I, wins? Is he like the Jack Haley of the four aces? I think aces? he might have counted today. He's just a cheerleader, like a, a mascot, so to speak. Did he count today? He's been. Can we stop talking about Liv? It just depresses me. Really? I d- that's what I just felt sad today. Well, here's I felt the thing. sad all weekend. Here's the thing. Liv's great like intrigue and appeal happens in the weeks when the product isn't on display. When these guys aren't being, you know, a-holes at the mic and like the 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 pro- and the the golf is kind of sputtering along as background noise. So Liv's like entire appeal so far has been as like this disruption force and negotiations and sign. They might sign this and they might sign that. And Greg Norman's taking a shot at this guy and here's a schedule and, and here's where they're going to play. Like that's where it, that's been its entire sort of pop so far. And then when they actually, the weeks they actually have events, it's sort of like, ah, all right, at least so far. And now it goes away for a while. So uh, should we do a read for our uh, pro shop Friday pro shop? We got some sure. good stuff up there. Got some really good stuff. Meg Meg Atkins has been just I don't know putting it together. We got some new uh, 
American Needle Hats putting it together. She 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 has designed it well. That was a, sort of a disparaging or, or not not I don't know not representative of all the work she puts into it. But uh, we have some American Needle hats. Did I say American Apparel? Amer- the American first Needle. Time? American Needle. Uh, we got some. I don't know. We got Open championship stuff. stuff we long got t-shirts. Sleeves. Oh, you got bucket boy hats in there. You got a Looks bunch like of polos. There's a, there's a green t-shirt. You know, green shotgun. We're very t-shirt. clearly up to speed on <laughs> and, and some. Some sizes are available. Others aren't. Some sizes. <laughs> Anyways, we're seeing more stuff out in the <laughs> wild at some of these events. We're never we got a blue look. blue t-shirts. There's some available there. We'll always be content first. And the merch is just sort of something you could do if you'd like to dabble with. We're Listen, not going to be merch I, first. I've got a I, I've got a merch call now in my life every two weeks. Where you do we go through stuff. Yeah, Meg, 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 just so why are you doing this? I, well, I try to click through and see what's we on got the some website. Fall stuff that's coming through soon. Oh, well, you can't you can't buy, but there'll be stuff there of, at some point. Lots of hats, tons of hats. We do have it's, probably too many hats. Way too many hats. I'm, I'm like honestly crazy amounts of hats. So if you if you feel like taking some off off our plates, we've got ball markers, which I just think is an insane thing to spend your money on, but they're there nonetheless. There's my hard sell on that. <laughs> we got some some major championship stuff still in the shop too. ProShop.TheFriedEgg.com. There's something you'd like to see us make out of amusement or celebration. We'll, we'll take up those requests, too. We'll get Jason Page going on the stuff. Again. We got vests. Oh, we got some stuff. We got some vests and stuff. People some, love some, this. Some uh, polos. Some lower-priced polos, too. There are various some, prices, some sizes, items. There's, a, there's variety. There's a yeah. lot of stuff in that pro shop. Let me tell All right. You. That's what I can tell you. I'm reporting back from my call last week. There's lots of stuff in the pro shop. There's more coming. Visit proshop.thefriedegg.com. Oh, what a terrible, <laughs> terrible d- disaster of a conversation that was. Do you have anything else you'd like to add on Detroit? Fino, yeah, I would. I would just I would. note Let's talk that Finau's not just winning, but he's winning by like four and five shots, like kicking ass here. Um, really playing well. Would you compare it to Johnny Miller's desert run? No. Where he won back to back events? No, because probably everybody was in those events. This is like pretty reduced. He's jumped into the top 10 in the FedEx Cup. Probably going to be a young, presence. Cam Cup Young tra- jumped into the Comcast Business Tour top 10. How Two guys. That? Jumped into the business top 10 today. How about that? That's Maybe they should have made this the Wyndham. You got to love Cantley going 66-66 on the weekend for a nice little T2 backdoor. Uh, just just FedEx Cup points and a runner-up check. Um, hey, so Finau, remember at the beginning of the year how bad he was playing? Yeah, couldn't putt. It was just bad. It reminds me, uh, you know, this is good. When the Bulls had, when oh, D-Rose God. was cooking. Oh, God. Everybody was all over Keith Bogans. Who doesn't, want to, who doesn't love a 12-year-old Bulls reference from a middling? <laughs> See, everybody at the beginning good. of the year was all over Keith Bogans because he was shooting like shit. It was like, he was shooting like 20% from three. And he was just, he was the guy that everybody left open, wide open three. But he was a career, like 40% or th- high 30s 
three-point shooter. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was on him. And then, like, I'll, I'll never forget, at the end of the year, he ended up shooting, like, 38% from three. <laughs> and he just couldn't make anything. And then he made everything the back half of the year. It was like, but nobody ever notices when, when things are going. Like, so, like, with Finau... If Fino had that shitty stretch in the middle of the year, nobody would have noticed if he had started the way he started, you know, the, the last two weeks, right? If, mm-hmm. if the, it, it all depends on where your, your, your bad stretch happens. If it happens when nobody's paying attention this time of year, nobody, nobody would say anything. But it happened at the beginning of the year, and everybody's like, what's wrong with Tony Fina? Now he's won twice. Obviously, he's, what is he up to, four or five? Is he in the pancake zone? He's four. 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 Almost. Just one away from Ricky's zone. One of them's an opposite field event, right? Puerto Who's, Rico. I mean, Fino's like a player's away from having as good of a career as Ricky. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. Yeah, sure. I'd go there. I'd say he's already as good as Ricky as ever was. No. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I know Ricky's got the players. No, no, I guess not. You're right. He he's like, only been he's, on a Ryder Cup one, I think ride, he, one or two Ryder. You're I right. think he'll end his career with a better career than Ricky. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. He's not young. Not a young spry chicken. Cam Young, five runner-ups year. this year. They said yeah. it's like the sixth guy in the last forty years to have that many runner-ups without maybe a win. I, I forget what the. I think yeah. he's got the most t- top three finishes of sort anybody. Of a, Serpentine I mean, stats start getting thrown out, you know. Yeah, you got to wind your way through them to, you know. But um, good, good, another good run for Cam Young. Congrats to Steven Yeager, the goat. He's just snuck into the one twenty three FSC. Go the the KFT goat. He's gonna have to hold uh, on. Yeah, for I your know. Life I was, over the this next was like a weeks. classic four A performance. Yeah, that's a rocket mortgage. <laughs> Now he's got what's left, Wyndham. That's one of your great takes of all time. Steven Yeager is a four A player. Right. The guy that the guy you that call him up. is too good for triple A. When they expand gets- the roster. <laughs> you know? When season gets long. Games yeah. He'll come up, have a couple games get, get where he goes three picture. for five. Yeah, exactly. He's really good. He's just he's a really good, you know, professional golfer. He's just not got a Good enough to, I don't know, I guess stick on the PGA Tour, maybe? I don't know. He's good. He's probably good enough to be on the PGA Tour. I don't know. Anyways, I got anything a question else? for you. What do you think of Bedminster, by the way? The Fazio. Oh. All I could think about when I turned it on on Friday was, thank God we didn't have to cover a PGA Championship here. <laughs> <laughs> That's like legitimately all I could think about was like, oh my God, thank God that this got removed just from the sense of like having to talk about this golf course at, at a major championship level. Like, you know, that's a, a focal point of every major is the course. Thank yeah. God that that <laughs> golf course was not one that, you know, like think about this year if that golf course was there instead of, uh, instead of Southern Pine or Southern Hills would have been just you got Mito Pereira battling, you know. Well, I don't. Who knows what would have happened? Yeah, it was, it was soft too. It just was. Oh yeah, it was not, at a, some, not a pleasant walk. At some point, Faraday said it's like they're playing. He's playing lawn darts. I was like, oh, is that really the image you want to conjure up? Whereas, anyways. Um. um so, anything wanna, else from Detroit? 
Yeah, well, I had one other thing. I had a, I had a question. This is the Turk Pettit. So what about him? I this is a question. Pyatt has this is the first like young guy that was actually like kind of relevant in the event. He he shit his, shit down his leg down the stretch. Um because he Made was like probably really a lot of in, money. The, in the mix, but he finished eighth. So he probably signed. I, I heard Pyatt was eight million, right? P- Pettit probably signed something similar. You think so? Now they he he notched a top finish. So say say he comes out of this year with like two million, three million in earnings. Is he better off? He won six forty eight today. Six forty eight. So uh. he finished almost death last last two two ones. But is it? Do you think for a young player? And I think this is like a question that that the twenty two year olds are going to have to a- a- answer. Like. What a great question for you to have to answer early in your life. Make a yeah. decision like this. Like, do I take what would be eight to ten million dollars, like or five it probably will go down, but like the Pyatt's, the Pettit, Chachara, they're gonna get like ten million dollars in the bank. And then, you know, they they have no penalty with the tour. They can go try and play on the tour. Is it better off getting that start and going to playing live and making a bunch of money yes. and then trying to like right? Yeah. Isn't that a good path? If you want if you're just I mean removing all the, the other moral questions and everything like that that you will have to struggle with. Well, it's just gonna a lot be of these, more normalized, right? Well, yeah, yeah. A lot of these guys, I mean, Pettit, did he just have a hot week at Greyhawk or whatever it is, <laughs> right? Two years I ago, think he was a good player. He was but... good, but he won the individual NCAA title, and that's clearly why he was ma- appealing to live. Right? We signed the NCAA individual winner, but like so many of those those uh, USAM or yeah, an best, NCAA best event, Wagger rank was thirteen. Yeah, I mean, you get a fickle hot week, and you get a big title like that, like and Pyatt. you can parlay it into a huge p- yes, yes, and you have a you have a trophy on the wall that live might want. I think in, in your Yana, you don't know what you, you might not have the sustainable skill that you might have had that week. And I'm not saying that's either Pettit or Pyatt, but it could be. You, you maybe try to cash in. So, uh, anything else on Detroit that you want to talk about or the live? We've talked about live quite a bit, but uh, it was yet another week three. I think it's it's worthy of, of further review and critique. Um, of the trust women's. Trust Women's Scottish Open. Ayeka Faru won. Uh, I think it was her first maiden victory. Uh, did you watch much of that? Coffee golf. Dun Donald. It's, it's it was, on so it's early. Not, it's not coffee golf for you. It's almost like cocktail golf. So, so I didn't catch any of it, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So she wins this. The Scottish Women's Open. They're now headed to Muirfield Lydia for Co- the win- last major of the year. What Lydia Ko's like career je- arc is interesting because I, you know, she shoots sixty five, sixty five, then finishes t five. Right? She contends so much. Like she used to win every time she contended, right? Mm-hmm. And now she just contends a ton and doesn't win a lot, right? Yep. I mean, she's one of the most consistent players. I saw something like she has more sub 60 or bogey. I think it was bogey free rounds on LPGA tour than like any other player, like by far. 
it's really just an I I think it speaks to golf just in general. Winning gets harder the sometimes the older you get because you just don't realize how easy it is, right? Yep. Yep. You she, you don't realize how hard it is when you're young. It, she made she made three hundred grand for winning the Scottish Open, which is three hundred and forty eight thousand dollars less than Turk Pettit did for finishing whatever T six and the forty eight person of that. Turk Pettit I think he was six under. Good for Turk. Point. And then he he shot he ended up even or no he's four under I can't even shut even on his final round never mind so um, a big big thing I, I took away from this weekend Patty Tavitanikit got really emotional in the interview yeah. I know we shared it on Friday because it's her first she made the cut she you know shot a sweet a hell of a round on Friday to sneak uh, make the cut first one since like April I want to say uh, is like beside herself in tears and and you know crying on her caddy's shoulder talking about how you know golf's not going well and her personal life's not going well and the meaning of making a cut um it just feels like we'll see that less and less if ever with live and the same goes for the pga tour you saw Fino sort of sort of break down after his win um you've seen other guys talk about just like the grind like a steven yeager type of like just making cuts and trying to make points and, and like i don't know I, I hate the messaging of like you're playing for like legacy and like real competition and stuff like that but it does feel like there's more meaning in the performance on these other tours that's all i'll say uh, the tavitanicate interview is quite powerful um like just making a cut and shooting that round based on where she's been in this summer uh, was something I don't know, important and significant to see. Uh, elsewhere at the Hero Open, the home of golf, Sean Crocker wins. Then holds off Eddie Pepperell. Eddie Pepperell, 65. Oh, of course he went to Dundee. He, he had right to take up the a taxi. To top take of the hill. Taxi. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. Down to the Dundee not at the top, of, like right at the, you know, nine iron from the 18th green. Uh, yeah, so he wins. Sean, and then he Sean was Crocker, the you know, I'm glad that I would have, I would have, you know, it would have been really sad if if uh, if Ho- Rico Hoey and Sean Crocker never won, you know, titles as professionals. Where is life. Rico Hoey now? I don't know. Kind of hitting driver off that, the deck. That team was Texas. so good. That yeah. USC team. Yeah. Um. So that that was actually a pretty good coffee golf. Eddie Pepperell pushing them and Crocker winning. That's who. That's who the other one I was trying to think of with Tavitanikit. Crocker was pretty emotional he's like winning is so freaking hard um and it, it just feels like there's i don't know something more from the accomplishment and performance and, and that's not suggested it's more noble but but it certainly seems to mean more than just sort of these these cash parties um and the uh u.s junior amateur when when ye ding wins first chinese champion of a usga event Seems significant. I thought he way. was the third. First male Chinese, male. maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's two um, women, two I think it was a Publinx and uh, maybe a women's am or a yeah. women's junior. First, first man from China to win a USGA event. So, uh, big boy, tall guy. He's, he's going, where's he going next year? It's a good question that I don't know I, the answer I, I to. I wish I, I had it earlier. Maybe it's up in the pro shop, the answer to that question. 
as well. It could be, it could be a pro shop at the Friday. He's back. going to Arizona you State. You know what you could get there? You could get photos of Bandon Dunes at the pro, there the pro you go. shop. The place that he won. When you dang. Going to Arizona State. So also gets a spot in the LA uh, CC US Open next year. That wasn't bad evening watch, right? You know, six mm-hmm. to eight, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, something like that. All right. Watching golf it. at Bandon's always good. You know, I can't complain. About that. Anything else you want to get off your chest on this first of the month recording? I don't think so. I. What do we got next week? We've got Wyndham. Yeah. We might be doing a live recording to recap the Wyndham in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. We got to promote that probably. We'll promote that more this week when we have more details. I want to do a a dramatic reading of the final Comcast business tour top 10 to the audience. Do you think that's gone next year? Comcast business tour top 10. Hey, is the PIP still a thing? Feels like we never hear about it. For for all the hoopla. the, the The PIP operates in the shadows. Bubba's gone. We never talked about that. Bubba sign. He's, I mean, he's a non-playing that, captain that, right now. He, he's a link soldier, you know? He's a non-playing he's gotta, captain. Gotta go, My knees gotta go still wage hurt. war against the PGA Tour. I, I, I don't know. Again, just, all right. They've got like seven of the last like 12 or 13 Masters winners if, if Hideki I think goes. It seems like they're really making a point to attempt to not get banned. From the Masters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got... I mean, the, right. the major championships that they... Like, if you if you look at, like, the last 10 years of major championships, that are almost to, like, over half, I think, the major champions. Yeah. I... I right? I, I... That seems to be a point. I, I just... What about current prospects for majors? Well... I think that's one of the things that the thing that I'm most interested in in the next three, four years, this is going to be a long war, right? I think that the that kind of set in this weekend is that we're just going to have this this battle, right? They're going to both neither tour is going to budge, right? How long can they keep doing this on YouTube, though? You think they could just do well, it they're, forever? They're, as their they're numbers on Slovakian TV now. Fading. Did you see that? No. Yeah, they're they're brought, being broadcasted in Slovakia on a linear channel. Yeah, on TV. <laughs> oh my god! Our friend Frank McDermott notified. Roy Sabatini. God. Okay. I just. It seems like the numbers. I think Frank, are... Frank was wondering if a national hero was coming coming home to live because if it was for. I don't think little... they have room for. Sabo. Nobody cheered for him when he made his ace on Thursday morning. The th- oh, can we Friday. talk about the 313 challenge? Yeah, we didn't give it much. What do you want to say about it? I mean, we've talked about this a lot. I'm more than we need to ever. We've popularized past. it more than probably anyone asked it to be popularized. But I was thinking today, like, what percentage of guys completed half the challenge? Or like two thirds of the challenge over the course of the four rounds. Like if you looked at their card, like who made a that whole what is it? Is is it thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? I think, I think it's fourteen, it fifteen, sixteen, I thought. Whatever yeah. it is. The the par five, the par three, the par four. The par four after the par three is no cookie. It's not like a f- easy birdie. So I was thinking like 
Okay, there's one whole one all week. So one guy, only one guy had a chance. But like, how many guys made the eagle also on, the, three on the par the four. five? Yeah. Just in the or entire the week, three, I should say. who yeah. made a three and a three? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if any of them did. Like, it's really hard to make a three and a three. I think I saw that there were like, I don't know, like a how handful eagles? of eagles. Yeah, there's a couple today, but like there weren't many. And it's like, how many guys? It's a ridiculous challenge. It's a preposterous. You have a better chance of winning the Mega Million. $313,000. It's not even 3.13 billion or 313 billion billion would be the respectable number. That's what it should be. Million. 313 million instead okay. of 313,000. Yeah. I, mean, I just when, no one wanted to know our, what under, that... our underwriters told us that this insurance policy would cost less than $100. Like the insurance policy on this thing has to cost at least $1,000 for it to be a reputable thing. Like, I what need... does it cost? What's the insurance cost on, on getting a car for a whole one thing, right? Right. <laughs> right. But this, you have to add in an eagle and a birdie. Yeah. Just like it's insanely impossible, <laughs> but it's gotten a lot of publicity. It's creative and it's preposterousness. So there you go. I need I need Dan Gilbert, you know, stay with deep pockets so my calves can remain competitive. I don't need. Yeah, you know what happened today? You know what, what happened and why the tour? This should be a a, case, a use case for for disbanding the CEO interview. Yeah, what happened today? I had I had the tour event on on the TV with the volume. I live on mute, and Catalan is his interview and Rocket Mortgage's CEO immediately muted the TV, put the live <laughs> audio on, and then I I I I didn't realize that the interview ended. So I was like twenty minutes of live watching with the with the with the sound on before I flipped it back. Yeah, that's it. It should be like this is the where we should get better stuff as consumers. Hopefully that's my the only hope from this whole thing is that the the tour that that live gets eventually run you know I don't know. What do you think the Liv, tour's next move is? If you're talking about trying to get the product better or do stuff better. I think there's going to be some shakeups at Tour HQ. Hmm. Drawbridge may go down. Folks may be escorted out or what? Shake up. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I Yeah, I guess I think they're probably going to have to keep, you know, it should be priority number one. They're probably going to have to keep adapting, changing, ideating, trying to do stuff. I just, I think there's only one answer. And I don't think the tour can, wants to do it. I, I don't know. They need to find a guy that can run the tour that wants to do it. That and the 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 only answer is like utter reform. I forget who I was talking to somebody to, this weekend, and it was like Tiger and Rory have been like their best advocates, like better than their own people, better than their own employees, right? You know, it's yes. like they're the ones who've made the strong, clearest cases and the strongest cases. I don't know, you, you know, every conversation you end up in. If the if the leadership you have currently doesn't have the stomach to to blow it all up and to rewrite the entire thing 
Then you, you gotta, need new leadership. You got it. Yeah, you're surviving. Because yeah. that's the the situation you're at. Like I just I can't foresee. I hate live. Um, that event it's sucked a, this week. It was a terrible event, but the amount of money is just it's it's just going to keep bringing big names over there. Yeah, and right. so I don't know. It's got you got to. I think like I talked last last uh, week about contracts, right? And how I didn't think they were a good idea. They aren't a good idea with the tours makeup now because the contract you'd offer would be like, you'd laugh. Like think about, they put 40 million towards, towards the pip. Think about if they gave Jordan Spieth a $40 million five-year contract. Where or like what, where what Liv, Liv could would offer give him. Yeah. 350 million or something. Yeah. Like it, it's just like a laughing stock. But if the tour reforms completely, like cuts the champions tour, cuts a, a lot of things like in reforms to um, they had they had close to two billion dollars in revenue last year you know like there's money there it's just tied up in a bunch of glut it's just hard to make a cruise ship of speedboat overnight i know but that's what you kind of have do. to do or else you're 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 gonna be a speed you're gonna be a tugboat <laughs> A cruise ship at the bottom of the Atlantic. Yeah, you're gonna need a tugboat to tug your cruise ship. Well, that's where Ryan like, Palmer comes in. Um, all right, that's it. First of the month recording. Uh, you know, I felt like Liv deserved a, a fair amount of review and critique. You know, we don't always want to talk about it, but you know, it's the rocket mortgage the classic. Key is not not actually verifying the golf competition. It's yeah. It's not a competition. Yeah. Is it is it damning that Henrik Stenson, who hasn't had a top ten in like three years, just goes there and immediately cleans up on the other forty seven well, guys? He said, I think in his post presser he said I played like a captain or his post post round interview. Well, the what? He's been he playing said, like a captain. He said he said, quote unquote, he said, I played like a captain this week. What does that mean? I think it's a shot at the Euro Tour. Oh, God. Oh, what a child. But her persecuted Henrik Stenson. He's like got to he do just the... made $4 million playing, playing this hit and giggle golf event. And he had to take a shot at the Euro Tour. What, did he do the champagne thing? I didn't follow it after because he's a teetotaler. I don't think he drinks. I wanted, it was just a weird. Well, listen, they, they had a whole. Dichotomy. They had content. They had a content package around what uh, they were going to do. I, I had left by that time. Hashtag Niblix. Go search I, that I on Instagram. I went to go cleanse myself in the baby get, pool. Get pictures of Peter Uline and Hudson Swafford with all the. Everybody searching that. All right, everybody, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday with. What do we have? Wyndham, other stuff, I'm sure. The women's AI, AIG Women's Open have some video from Muirfield. We'll be up, I would imagine, by Monday on the Friday. Uh, we'll talk to you then.